from Broadcast Studios in Toronto for another episode of Boxing News Today, brought to you by me, Graham Boyce. Nice to meet you. Here we go. Let's start off with Caroline Dubois, who has now been mandated to fight for the IBF world title after Katie Taylor has vacated the lightweight belt. Katie Taylor, who became the undisputed champion at both 135 and 140, has vacated her IBF lightweight world title. The IBF has mandated London's Caroline Dubois to fight Rian Dixon for the vacant world championship and instructed a period for negotiations to open now. So Caroline uh, Dubois, just 22 years old, ranked up there uh, uh, to become the number one contender. Irish star uh, Taylor, uh, becoming the undisputed lightweight champion, winning all four of the major 135 belts, has moved up to uh, super lightweight, uh, where she took a revenge victory, as we all know, over Chantal Cameron recently, uh, to go undisputed at 140. So, uh, as it all turns out, having held all the belts in both divisions simultaneously, Taylor has now vacated that IBF lightweight title, and Dubois has been mandated by the IBF to fight Britain's Rian Dixon, who's number two in their ratings. So uh, the uh, the opening, uh, uh, this period now has been opened up for negotiations, will last up until uh, January 20th, at which point the bout will go out to purse bids. A Tokyo Olympian, Dubois' goal is to become professional world champion, and she now looks on course to fight for her first major title later this year. Good for Caroline, good for the sport. All right. Looks like uh, we have an interesting headline out of out of England, uh, written by uh, Harry Davis. This article is saying, uh, although Tyson Fury has been predicted to pull out of his undisputed heavyweight world title fight against Alexander Usyk, Fury takes on fellow world champion Usyk for all the marbles at heavyweight on February 17th in Saudi Arabia. The Brit is hoping uh, for a more convincing performance since his last fight against UFC champ Francis Nagano who came close to beating him last October, uh, where Fury had to pick himself up off the canvas in that fight to win by just one point, a controversial decision. Uh, now this undisputed fight is just over six weeks away, but retired world champ Sean Porter is still unconvinced it will go ahead. Even with the fight being signed, sealed, and delivered, I don't feel like this is the kind of energy that he wants to, uh, that he wants to uh, exert anymore in the boxing ring. Porter uh, told the fellas at Pro Box TV. So you look at a guy like Tyson Fury, a guy who's been around this track so many times. I think that a fighter will get to a point where they see the hardest night ahead of them and they're like, man, I've just had so many of those hard nights. I'm not going to have that hard night, said Porter. We know uh, what we know about Tyson Fury is that he's a showman. What we know about Tyson Fury is that he likes things to be his way or no way, which is why he went after Francis Nagano, uh, because those are the kinds of fights he's looking for. He's looking for the things that are going to give him the money and the recognition and the rights he's not going to have to train hard for anymore. Hmm. So Fury uh, flew out to Saudi Arabia, on, uh, as you all know, on, on New Year's Eve to continue his preparations for the fight, but confused fans after releasing a video that was seemingly filmed in England just days later. Little has been heard on Usyk's end in recent weeks, whilst Fury has continued his verbal assault on the Ukrainian. Another big day of running in the fucking mountains. Come on, easy work. 
smashing Usyk's little rabbit face right in for him. Useless piece of shit. Fury said in a recent clip mocking Usyk as he captioned the post, working hard for the undisputed heavyweight championship 2024, along with the hashtag run rabbit run. So who do you believe? Who do you want to believe? Uh, is it going to be Sean Porter's calling it as it is? Or is Tyson Fury really going to enter that ring and smash Alexander Usyk? Let me know in the comments what you think. Um, in the first boxing card of the year in the United States, unbeaten six foot seven, two hundred and seventy-eight pound heavyweight Gurgen Big Gug of Hasnissian, five and zero, oh, five knockouts, scored a fifth round knockout against Colby Madison on Thursday night at the famed Emerald Queen Casino in Tacoma, Washington. Hafanasian upped his output in round number four, then dropped Madison for the count in round number five. Time was 40 seconds. The 40-year-old Madison was coming off two straight decision losses to Joey Dawejo. In a clash between unbeaten heavyweights, 2020 Olympian uh, Tose Mr. T. Ragava, 4-0, destroyed Dante Williams, who's now 4-1 with four knockouts in the first round. The six-foot-5, 270-pound uh, Rogava, a former kickboxing champ, punished Williams, who's who waited at 201 until the bout was stopped at one minute, 53 seconds, as I said, of that opening round. Heavyweight Dante, the Inferno Stone, 15 and 1, 10 knockouts, scored an eight round unanimous decision over Alexander the Great Flores. After a slow start, Stone came on to drop Flores in round number eight en route to a 78-73, 78-73, 79-72 verdict. Floyd's was returning from a three-year layoff, however. And unbeaten super welterweight and popular TikToker Elijah Seawright, 10-0, seven knockouts, outpointed Henry Rivera uh, over six rounds by scores of 59-55, 60-54, 59-55. Seawright has over one million TikTok followers. Hopefully they are impressed and hopefully they will return to see more boxing as the year progresses. Speaking of more boxing as the year progresses, Top Rank has confirmed its February 8th Super Bowl card. WBO super lightweight champ Teofimo Lopez, 19-1, 13 knockouts, will defend his world title against Jermaine Ortiz, 17-1-1, on Thursday, February 8th at the McLoeb Ultra Arena in Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Lopez Ortiz headlines a televised ESPN doubleheader and kicks off Super Bowl weekend three days before the big game hits Sin City for the first time. Lopez had this to say, February 8th at Mandalay Bay, the takeover will entertain inside the squared circle as only I can. To the boxing fans around the world, I look to not only dominate and break down Jermaine Ortiz, but to do it in such a fashion that my division will be put on alert. Replied Ortiz, this is the most important fight of my career. It's my first world title bout. I believe this fight will bring out the very best in me, and I'm looking forward to coming home as the new champion. And in a 10-round lightweight co-feature, U.S. Olympic silver medalist Keyshawn Davis, 9-0, faces Puerto Rican former two-division world champion Jose Sniper to Pedraza. He's now sporting a 29-5-1 record, by the way. The ESPN streamed undercard features a gamut of up-and-coming talents as well. 19-year-old lightweight phenom Emiliano Fernando Vargas, 8-0, son of former junior middleweight and world champ Fernando Vargas, will see action in a six-round clash against Thomas Arnelius. 
seven and three. Lightweight prodigy Abdullah Mason, eleven and zero, will fight Benjamin Gurman, eight and zero. Oh, eight zero oh, and three in his first scheduled eight rounder. Unbeaten middleweight Javier Milwaukee made Martinez, nine zero oh, and one, will take on Raul Solomon, twelve and two, in an eight rounder. Former Team USA amateur standout Charlie Sheehy, eight and zero, oh, five knockouts will step up to the eight-round distance for the first time versus a fighter to be announced. And unbeaten lightweight prospect Alan Kid Kansas Garcia, 10-0, eight knockouts, faces another fighter to be announced in a six-rounder. And former national amateur champ Art Barrara Jr., 2-0, two, two knockouts, returns to the ring in a four-round junior welterweight fight against another fighter to be announced. So a few more announcements forthcoming from top rank, but at least their uh, main uh, bouts have been scheduled on uh, what did I say, February eighth? Yes, February eighth. And speaking of up and coming bouts, Oscar De La Hoya is optimistic uh, still uh, about setting up a fight between Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney in March, and he's targeting a fair deal for a pay per view showdown. Golden Boy Boss Oscar De La Hoya says he's targeting March for the Ryan Garcia versus Devin Haney fight, and he's optimistic the matchup can get made. Oscar thinks he can work with Haney, 31-0, 50 knockouts, and his dad, Bill Haney, to put together a deal that everyone will be pleased with. De La Hoya refers to Haney as top dog at 140, which boxing fans thinks is laughable because he's only fought once in the division, and that was against 35-year-old Regis Progress. Many fans feel the true number one is Subriel Matias, whereas Haney is down in the pecking order, perhaps number three, behind the aforementioned Teofimo Lopez. So negotiations are set to begin. De La Hoya states that negotiations will begin next week, in fact. And he feels as long as everyone is fair, he doesn't see any reason why it can't get made. Ryan, who's 24-1, and one, by the way, 20 knockouts, has given De La Hoya his orders to fight with Haney, who will defend his WBC light welterweight title. Uh, what's important, according to the writers at BoxingNews24.com, what's important is that the fighters don't insist on getting huge guaranteed purses because the fight made might not bring enough revenue on pay-per-view to cover it. Haney's recent pay-per-view fight against Regis Progress on December 9th reportedly did terrible numbers on DAZN, which is a sign that he's not popular with casual or hardcore boxing fans. De La Hoya said a possible backup plan for Ryan would be to match him against Arnold Barboza Jr. or O'Hara Davies if he can't get the fight with Haney made. That wouldn't go over well with the fans either, uh, Ryan fading Davies or Barboza Jr., but on the bright side, it would be an upgrade from his last opponent, Oscar Duarte. So, uh, said De La Hoya, yes, that's the next fight we want to make. Ryan Garcia gave me specific instructions to make that fight, and we're going to make it. That's regarding his opposition, hopefully being Devin Haney. And he continues, Devin Haney is the top dog at 140. No disrespect to WBO light welterweight champ Lopez, because these are tremendous talent. But there are many fights to be made at 140. But first things first, we're going to start the official negotiations for Ryan Garcia versus Devin Haney after this fight. Uh, Virgil Ortiz versus Frederick Lawson coming up and talk to whoever's in charge with Haney and get this fight happening. It's going to be a major feat for Golden Boy to get the fight made between Ryan and Haney because the way the two fighters have been talking, they both seem to think that the shot caller in this matchup, it would have been better to let this fight uh, marinate more to give Ryan more time to get experience as a pro and get some quality wins under his belt before fighting Haney. However, with Devin now weighing 165, 
Ryan doesn't have time to get experience. Haney will likely be rehydrating in the mid-170s soon, and he'll be fighting at a junior middleweight or middleweight. Uh, unlike his dad, Bill Haney packs on the pounds and looks soft in between fights. I think this fight can be made easily, said De La Hoya. I think Haney's father, Bill, and Devin are very smart individuals who know what it takes to make a fight happen. We have to weigh a few factors into this, though. Haney's an amazing fighter. He's just had an amazing outing against Progress. Uh, we also have to take into consideration Ryan coming off the biggest pay-per-view with Tank and Ryan being a superstar. So we have to weigh all that in and just make it fair to everyone. As long as we're fair to everyone, fights can be made. And I'm hoping March will be ideal, said De La Hoya, and when he, want, when he wants to make this fight happen. Will it happen? What are your thoughts? Let me know. Thank you for tuning in, boxing fans. I appreciate it very much. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We'll see you on Monday, 11 a.m. Eastern time for another episode of Boxing News Today. Thanks again for joining me.